Hey guys, it's been a minute, but I'm back for your listening pleasure. (laughs) Welcome back to Comes Back to Love. This is your host, Sheena E. And, you know, there's been so much going on. Um, It's almost March. I think I haven't talked to you guys since the beginning of 2024. I guess I had to let the year settle in. I had to get my feet wet. And I swear it's been like so much going on especially in like the relationship sector I mean like I'm gonna just get straight to it I'm gonna just get straight to the point the delusion is real I think I've been doing my ladies a disservice to be honest I've been on cloud nine I've been so happy in my personal life and just like thriving and like doing my thing maybe it's my fault Maybe I left y'all behind. Maybe I thought I gave y'all enough tools to be out here in these streets. And maybe y'all been lagging. Maybe y'all haven't been listening. Maybe y'all haven't been sharing. Maybe y'all been like thinking that this advice and this game and this pure energy is only for y'all. Do me a favor. When this video is done, when this episode is over and you've listened and you've got you just do share it with three people take the link and share it with three people because my ladies is out here losing losing i don't understand what's going on we got people over here listening to lies we got women letting men move into their houses i mean let's be clear i didn't watch no i don't i'm not on tiktok okay i'm not on tiktok i refuse to download another app i don't have time i'm at work i'm my mom i'm 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 my man like i don't have time but what i can't believe is that first of all i can't believe somebody sat on an app and put the camera in their face and told a 50-part story about their own delusion and what really makes me mad about, I didn't watch the thing, so I don't really know. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the girl who told a 50-part story about how she got played, I guess, married somebody. She didn't really know him. She got played. And it really made me want to get on the microphone because I'm like, I know we not in 2024 and we don't recognize red flags. I know we not 30 plus 40 years old out here letting men sell us wolf tickets and when I was listening to the story and I was reading comments from women oh oh yeah we are oh yeah y'all will meet a man at this big old age and him tell you that he used to be this person or used to be that person or used to do this or used to do that or have this or have that let me tell you something if you don't see it it doesn't exist You cannot let nobody come into your life and sell you no wolf tickets. You cannot let nobody come into your life and constantly tell you what they're going to do, what they're about to do. It's a show and prove type. Listen, my mom used to always tell me, and I know I said this on here before. I'm sure I've said this on here before. Tell tell that man you from Missouri. And if y'all don't know what that means, tell him you from the show me state. And I am by no means just talking about financial because we know from episode one <laughs> i know y'all out here and y'all got your own money but that don't mean you have to flaunt it and that don't mean that that has to be the standard for dating and i think we got to get back to basics when it comes to relationships and dating i 
always say this, that a lot of women, especially black women, y'all don't know how to date. Y'all meet Larry and Larry checks a couple of your boxes. Larry is cute and Larry is tall and Larry is, is, is got a job and seemingly isn't a psychopath. And you let Larry in, you let Larry in deep and you met him on Tuesday for dinner. And then Wednesday you talk to him on the phone for six hours. So by Thursday you slept with him and you might even slept with him after dinner on Tuesday, but then you forget about John and Jack and all the other people and Raheem and Harry and all the other people that wanted to talk to you before. That's not dating. Dating is when you have at least three people on your roster, at least three ladies. Cause guess what? Men be having about seven in, in certain arenas. Men be having about seven, four to five. Ladies, if you're single, you need to have at least three men, three proper suitors. You could have even more, but three proper suitors, meaning three men who check. If you got 10 boxes, they check at least five to six of those boxes because it's, nobody's going to, like, we're all flawed humans, so nobody's going to check every single box. But if he's he speaks well. He has a good hitter and shoulders. He has a, a solid foundation. He's not a remedial idiot. He can carry a conversation. He's chivalrous. He's kind, blah, blah, blah. He checks most of your boxes. Have three of those that you enjoy their company. This one take you to lunch. This one take you to dinner. This one you go play bowling with. This one might not even live in your city, so it gives you a reason to get up and get out. You got to have at least three, maybe even four people that you like spending time with. And then when one of those situations gets serious, I'm not even putting the time frame on the serious. The serious could be two weeks. It could be two months. It could be two years. But have a couple of people in rotation that you enjoy spending time with. That way you don't get so mind fucked and digmatized by the first man that tells you he liked the way you tie your shoes. Because what happens when you're dating someone and you sitting over that fried lobster tail and you had three lemon drops and you start divulging all the things, especially when you get up in age. Oh, and especially when you're on a dating site. When you're on a dating site, for example, you got to fill out a profile, right? And in your profile, you start to talk about the things that you like and the things that you're looking for and the things that um, you want. So when you go on dates with men, sometimes, ladies, you guys make this mistake of where you start talking about your past traumas, the things that happened. Oh, my ex, he used me. You know, I've always been the breadwinner in my relationships, and I've always had to be the one to pay for everything, or I've always made more than all my men. So I'm looking for a man that doesn't make me feel like I have to do everything. So guess what? These guys are making a list and checking it twice. And they're trying to, one, appeal to your, your, like, sorrow and your pain. And they want to, like, come across as somebody that's not going to do you how you've always been done. So, in the beginning, oh, shit, is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Ra-Ra going to act like he ain't nothing like them. He ain't nothing like them. Because he's trying to get some pussy and he might need a place to stay. Because you hyper-independent, you got your own shit, and you done said that in your, your dating profile, or you done said that over the fried lobster and the lemon drops. Because, oh, you know, I ain't the type. I don't need no man. You know, I, I'm a nurse. Oh, I'm the CFO. I own my business. I sell 52 t-shirts a week. I'm cool. I own an event space. I do hair. 
I'm good. You you laying all this out on the table. You telling all these things. You got your arms folded on your Instagram profile picture. You lit. So Rara know everything that you don't want. So you gave him the blueprint and the cheat sheet to be everything that you want or appear, appear to be. Y'all don't hold these men accountable. Y'all don't make them prove nothing. All he got to do is be cute, say the right thing, pay for a couple dates, and then he get the pussy, he get the time, and you don't forgot about all the other men, all the other possible suitors. All the other possible suitors. I'm here to tell you that that's not dating. That's not dating. That is desperation, and that is falling for the first person that appeals to your insecurities, that appeals to your trauma. Y'all don't even make these, like, I mean, are we, like, asking the right questions when y'all on these dates? Because I'm so tired. I mean, I, I just see old girl from Housewives getting a divorce in five minutes. Women is out here so eager not to be single that they falling for anything so eager for it and i'm here to tell you from experience that there's nothing wrong with liking somebody there's nothing wrong with being fond of someone there's nothing wrong with meeting somebody it, it can happen you can meet somebody in 10 minutes That'll do more for you than somebody you knew for 10 years. I get the Instagram quotes. I get the rhetoric. Oh, you can know somebody in two weeks that'll do more for you in two months. But guess the fuck what? At 40 plus, your spidey senses to be tingling. Why do you want to move in with me? You don't even fucking know me. Why do you why why do you like me so much? What who sent you? What are you here for? Y'all gotta start making people jump through a couple of hoops. Before you start giving him something he can feel. And I'm not saying that because I'm with my person and I knew my person for a long time. I'm not saying that because I was the bachelorette. And I played and played and played. And I never gave anybody more than they gave me. Because at the end of the day, when these things fall apart, you on fucking TikTok making a 50-page video, looking stupid in the camera, scratching your head, trying to figure out who you married. And that's crazy. You really would let somebody t- sell you a wolf ticket? How you let somebody tell you they looking for a house and you ain't never even seen their bank statement? You ain't even never met their family. You got to wake up. got to wake up. And then when you do meet, I mean, it's another pet peeve of mine with y'all, with y'all bitches. <laughs> when y'all do meet, I mean... Y'all not even authentically who y'all say y'all are. And that, to me, is one of my biggest irks. And I know y'all got girlfriends like this. That she be so, like, charismatic. So full of life. So juvial. So lit. And then as soon as she meet old boy, that just goes out the window. I can't get jiggy with that either. I can't. I can't. That's whack. You're supposed to be with somebody. One, your relationships do change you. Relationships do change you. They mold you and they change you and they make you a better person. But they should not change the totality of your personality. And they should not make you be like your friends. You should not be unrecognizable to your friend group. 
Like, who the, who the fuck? When, when the fuck you start doing that? Because let me tell you something about lying. Especially in relationships. Like, when you come try to come across, like, this girl that, I don't never do that. Oh, I'm not that kind of girl. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Eventually, baby, you're going to drink a little too much Henny. You're going to drink a little bit too much Casa. And she going to come out. And the old boy going to be looking at it like, oh, this ain't what the fuck I signed up for. And you're going to find yourself by yourself. It's just like a lack of authenticity, a lack of discretion. Got to smarten up. I be telling y'all to make a list, right? But it's, I feel like it's another list that needs to be made. There's a list of your own qualities. Your own good qualities. Because, um, sidebar, I was watching this um, video and it got a little bit of scrutiny. But I was watching this video where a woman was talking about, um, and I talked about it to y'all before. Like when I, and if you've been listening for a while, you could kind of like tell when I was turning, like making that turn to like, you know what? I don't really want to be outside no more. And I had this conversation with, with my man recently. Like, if I wanted to be outside, I would just stay outside. You know, and what I mean by, by outside, like if I wanted to continue to play the field, if I wanted to continue to be rotating four and five different men and running around, because guess what? I could do that until about 57. I could run around because I got a long list of suitable motherfuckers that will take me on a trip, that will take me to dinner. I can go, I could be at breakfast, lunch, and dinner for free every day of the week. I'm talking about Sunday to Sunday. No breaks. I can go on a trip. I can go to dinner. I can go to breakfast. I can go to lunch. I can pull up. I can get a pocketbook. I can get a shoe. If I wanted to be that girl, I could very much be that girl for a really long time, but I don't find total fulfillment in that anymore is it fun yeah is it like what i know yeah would i be comfortable yeah but do i want that no i want it more and even though i did not know where that more was coming from i literally prayed for it i literally made a list mentally and physically and and wrote down who I wanted to be. I literally started to walk like that woman, talk like that woman, and I slowly became unrecognizable to other people. I started to become unrecognizable to my motherfucking self. Like certain um, invites would come to me and I would decline. And certain things and the way I would dress and like the way I would talk. And y'all know I was dating a pastor for a minute and it was just like, even dating him, it was like I was almost a first lady of a church for a moment. So it was like, I had to tighten up a little bit. And um, even within that relationship, it was like, it was shifting me and moving me and pushing me into becoming a different person because that wife side of me was being birthed. And birthed, T-H-E-D, maybe? (laughs) It was being birthed. And I wasn't sure who I was becoming. And um, I'm so happy and thankful that I was turning into that person for who I am that person for because this is like someone that I can be totally myself with I am like you know there's there's no perfect relationship but I am perfect for this person this person is perfect for me right 
But I had watched this video and a woman was saying that she never asked God for a husband. She asked God to um, make her a wife. And I can relate to that because I didn't really ask for the man because I, I didn't never have a problem getting a man. Never had a problem finding a man. They're everywhere. They're like a bus. You go outside, they're like the birds and the leaves on the trees. But I knew that I had to be recognizable to my, like I had to become unrecognizable to myself. I had to become a different woman. So when we go into making the list into this next phase of 2024, January was cool. January was okay, let's shake off December. And February was a, was, was abundant. It was, we get, you know, everything is, is everything. And some things are shifting. There's a big shift. This is a chromatic year. I hope y'all didn't do many people wrong because it's going to take you way longer to get to where you're trying to go. But I'm here to tell you, if you want to make a change, if you want to be in your happy place, if, if it's, if it's, kicking you and tapping you on your shoulder and kicking you in your back and it's nudging at you is not the man yet to be looking for it's you to be changing it's you to be making a list for it is your and your abilities to be writing down the pros and the cons of your personality the pros and the cons of how you speak to people how you speak to yourself you have to change that first and then the type of man you attract is going to change because if you don't have the confidence the poise, the self-respect, and all of those things that sound cliche, you're going to attract a trash-ass nigga, not a man, a trash-ass nigga that's going to dog you and do you dirty and constantly make you feel inadequate. You have to feel adequate within yourself. You have to feel strong. You have to feel powerful. You have to feel like you are willing to sacrifice. Because let me tell you something. Once you are in this in this place, this engagement phase, and I think the, the engagement phase gets so overlooked because everybody's waiting for your wedding. Everybody's looking for a ring and everybody wants to see the dress and everybody. But the engagement phase is so transformative because you're learning how to include another person in your everyday two people is learning how to um communicate properly how to um what's your ticks what's your moves how are you when you angry how are you when you happy how am i noticing when you happy am i noticing when you say um you know like like when do you need your space how much space do i need to give you how can we coexist and then we are up in age we're not 20 we're not 19 we're not children so we two grown ass people who have already been on this planet by ourselves doing things a certain way for a long time separately merging together how does this look how does this work how much freedom do i still like have and and like what's appropriate to ask for and do i even have to ask you and do I make, do, is this making me feel controlling? Like it's so many things, but the engagement phase, merging of families, merging of ideas. Like, do you like turkey bacon? Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's a lot, but it's like a beautiful place to be in. But to get to this place, there's a lot of self-reflection. There's a lot of work that has to be done. And you cannot, you cannot be who you were dating in this phase. You cannot get different results doing the same thing. So if you was dating two-bit hustlers who have um, six and seven different girls and they and they fumbling and bumbling and they meet you on Wednesday, but you know he with Cerrito on Tuesday and you okay with that because it's just fun. 
That ain't the type of man you want to marry. That's not the type of man you want to settle down with. That's not the type of man you want joint accounts with. That's not the type of man that you're going to change the trajectory of your life with. But you have to do the work on your end to shift those type of men that you attract. Because people only do to you what you allow them to do. So you can't expect, you cannot expect peace and blessings from a fucked up situation. You can't. Like, you talking about people that's showing you exactly who they are, yet you expecting some, like, grand results from people that can't even, they can't produce it. They simply can't produce it. They're incapable of producing the result. But that being said, a lot of y'all are delusional about what you should receive from people. A lot of y'all women need to understand, and I'm not talking about physically, but y'all on social media or y'all see these other women getting things. And let's be clear, there's two sides to this. Because, you know, the the big Valentine's Day came and I told y'all this before. A lot of these girls is buying their own presents, birthdays, Christmas, Valentine's Day, popping them up on a hotel bed and taking a picture. And y'all out here thinking that people is getting all these grand things. And even if they are, so what? That's what that girl is getting. You don't know if that girl getting beat upside her head just to get a Birkin bag. But y'all a little delusional about thinking that a man is going to give you something for nothing. You can't, like, think that a guy that never, okay, for example, you think a guy that never took you on a proper date is going to furnish your apartment. Like, just because you sleeping with somebody, like, you made the mistake of sleeping with them. Because I keep telling y'all, y'all got the pussy, y'all got the power. You got the pussy, you make the rules. So, granted, if you want to get your rocks off, baby, sleep with them on the first night. Sleep with them in the car. Do what you want. But don't think just because you sleep with a guy, because men don't care. They will fuck you, okay? Don't think just because you sleep with a guy, that on Valentine's Day, he going to wine and dine you because it's Valentine's Day. Men don't even care about Valentine's Day. They, they don't. The ones that go above and beyond, they do it because they know that the girl care about it. Okay? They don't care. But don't think because you slept with a guy, you didn't ask for nothing. You don't ask for nothing. He don't buy you lunch. He don't take you on dates. He don't do nothing for you, but y'all fuck. Right? Now your roof done fell in. And you think Marquis going to fix your roof? No, he's not. Because you hyper-independent Becky, and you came to the dinner with the lobster and the lemon drops talking about how you don't need a man, and you don't need anything, and you've always taken care of all your boyfriends, and you laid all of that on the table, and now your roof caved in, and you texted Marquise talking about the roof for one fifty five hundred, And Marquise like, damn, that's crazy. And now you feeling stupid. You got to be smarter with how you do. Because you got to have a balance of damsel, <laughs> independence. You got to, like, let a man feel needed. And I'm not saying be gold diggery and, like, oh, my God, can you send me $100? Can you send me $200? I need $500. Can you buy me some shoes? It's not that. It's just, like, be a little needy. Be a little wanty. Set a standard. Don't sleep with men so freely without making them feel like they're obligated to, like, do for you. And it's not like a prostitution thing. It's just like, listen, we adults. And once I give you this pussy, this pussy comes with responsibilities. 
you got to let men know, especially if you're coming over your house. Like, y'all be letting men lay up in your crib, drink the kids' Capri Suns, watch the fucking Netflix, give them your Netflix password. And then when your roof cave in, he don't even got five on it. Because you done already been so laxed with everything else. You cannot be laxed with a man and make it seem like you don't need him. Or put on his front like you got everything under control. And then expect them to do something for you financially. Because that's not going to work. It's simply not going to work. And another thing you have to do, ladies, when dating and when meeting men, is know who you're talking to. Because if you listen, men tell you exactly who they are. They tell you exactly who they are. Because I remember being outside and knowing what category to put certain guys in. Like, I remember it would, it would be guys who, like, I know Chuck is the type of guy that I can ask for cash, right? He's a cash he's a cash giver. He's going to give me cash. But I know Will is the type of guy that won't put cash in my hand. So I might need to call him to come swipe his card or I could send him a pair of shoes that I like and I know he's going to get them delivered to my house. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to know who you're dealing with. And I don't, and I don't want you to ever think that you could sleep with somebody enough times to change him or make him some dinner or, you know, there's no hoops you could jump through. People, especially men be so rigid. In their ways. And this is another reason why you have to take your time and get to know men on a deeper level because a lot of them are not like naturally vulnerable. Like I knew my man for 20 years and I'm just starting to like break down certain um, attributes about him. But it's like they're not naturally vulnerable. So you really have to get to know them because sometimes it's based on based on like past trauma. Like these women, especially if they got kids, which is why y'all know I don't be liking dating them men with kids. When they have kids, those baby mamas be doing them in. The baby mamas, the first girlfriend, the first girl they live with, the, the high school sweet, they do them in. So when they get to us, they be broke down, bitter, busted, disgusted, and not trying to, like, they don't be trying to do a motherfucking thing for a bitch. Red flag. If you're the type of woman that's like needy, wanty, damsel and distressy, you need a little help, why ever would you date somebody to tell you on over the lobster and the lemon drops that, oh, I don't really be, you know, I ain't really got that to do. I ain't really the type that we do. Girl, don't think because you cute and everybody tell you you pretty that he going to change because he not. He might be using you as an example to show. Like, I, let me show you how I had this bad bitch that I ain't do nothing for. You got to be careful, especially in 2024. These men be having vendettas. They be having vendettas. I'm telling you. And you have to be careful. You have to be extremely careful. So, you know, I had to get on here and I had to throw out a little uh, PSA because I feel like my ladies is out here tripping. Y'all tripping and y'all slipping. Don't be so wrapped up on what you do for a living. Again, don't be out here letting this internet fool you. You need a man. I know it's getting a little warm. But ain't nothing like a vacation. It's nothing like like a man to lay up with. It's nothing like somebody to share your life with. It's nothing like nobody to share your dreams with, somebody to come home to. But please don't be desperate in your search and in your quest. 
Because when it's real, you will know. When it's your person, you will know. You will not have to force it. It will be effortless. He will send you. You don't even have eggs. He going to send you that good morning text. He going to send you that, hey, baby, how you doing? He going to send you all of those things. You're not going to have to beg for it, ask for it twice. He's not going to be asking you to fucking cash app him. He's not going to be showing you fake documentation of who he is and where he come from. It's going to be known. And when it's really, really real, he's going to be like, I want you to meet my mother. I want to take you to meet my family. He's not going to have no outlandish story about how his mom live in South Dakota and his dad live in Denver and they don't really speak and he ain't talked to them in eight months and you can't meet his brother because he broke his fucking ankle and now he can't trap, like, red flag, red flag. flag. He's not going to tell you no, no weird stories. It's not going to be no Tubi movie. <laughs> For real. I don't want y'all to be out here listening to this rhetoric. We need men, they need us, and we need each other at a high, the highest level. This is about the highest need level for black love I've seen in a long time, for real. It's inflation. Girl, you want to keep buying your own groceries? Because I don't. But I need y'all to smarten up. I need y'all to tighten up. And I need y'all to do me a favor. I need y'all to share this episode with three people. When I look at the views and the listens... I need this to be in the thousands. I need this to be in the thousands. If y'all fuck with me and y'all fuck with my podcast and y'all been listening to it for the last three years and y'all really want me to not stop because I came back for y'all and y'all really believe in me and y'all love me like y'all say y'all do, I want y'all to share this episode with three people. Send it to three people and they're going to listen because they trust you and they love you like I do. Love y'all. Talk to y'all soon.